we're holding out for a hero. He said the age of heroes would never come again. And still trying to keep up. Can I get a Kardashian? I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Thursday, March 18th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Marvel boss Kevin Feige is dispelling some rumors about America's ass that you may not want to hear. After reports started circulating in January that Captain America actor Chris Evans was in talks to return to the MCU in some sort of capacity, Evans himself tweeted that it was, quote, news to me, classic deflection technique or truth. Well, in an interview with EW, Feige is going on record about those reports saying, quote, I rarely answer no to anything anymore because things are always surprising me with what happens, but that rumor, I think, was dispelled rather quickly by the man himself. Pam Dauber is headed to NCIS to guest star opposite husband Mark Harmon. Her first episode will air April 6th, and she'll play Marcy Warren, an investigative journalist. You can see first look photos at EW.com. Game of Thrones star Lena Headey has booked her first live-action TV role since the end of that HBO juggernaut in 2019. The actress will star in and produce the sci-fi psychological thriller Beacon 23 for AMC and Spectrum Originals. The series is based on Hugh Howey's novel of the same name, which follows Headey's Aster, a woman who mysteriously finds her way to a lonely beacon keeper on a lighthouse and ends up engaging in a tense, battle of survival with him. And coming to a smartphone near you, RuPaul's Drag Race, the mobile game. Developed by RuPaul and Leaf Mobile's Eastside Games, players will be able to design their own looks, compete in challenges, and kiki with their favorite queens from the show. Though you may want to refrain from playing while doing death drops. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and much more, head over to EW.com. Now, time for our top three picks of the day. Lisa Vanderpump is migrating from Bravo to E for our number three pick, her new talk show, Overserved. In each episode, Vanderpump will be inviting viewers behind the gates of her home, Villa Rosa in Beverly Hills, as she hosts two or three celebrity guests for a night of homemade cocktails, snacks, games, and, of course, plenty of tea spilling. Lisa's signature games of Rosé Pong, Diva Croquet, and house favorite Get Pumped will have her guests hilariously revealing some of their most shocking secrets. Here's a preview. I like it. You have things rich people do that I wasn't even aware of. Each soiree, I will create a one-time only event with a unique theme. I feel like I'm in a fairy tale. Exquisite food. Do you see it's on fire? It's very beautiful. Unforgettable moments. <laughs> what is happening? Bad dog. Oh my God, I am so drunk. And revealing conversation. I got invited by Barack Obama. It was a proud moment. Our daughter walked in on us. Oh no. I've kissed Andy Cohen. No way! Come join my friends and me where they'll be overserved. But shh, that's our little secret. Well, this is just going to make us miss dinner parties even more. Guests this season will include Anna Camp, Gabrielle Iglesias, Jaleel White, Lance Bass, and many more. You are cordially invited to join Overserved with Lisa Vanderpump tonight at 9 on E. Number two. 
Of course, you might want to tune in to E a little bit earlier for our number two pick, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. It's a sad day for fans, but a great day for haters, as the long-running reality series kicks off its 20th and final season, marking the beginning of the end for this chapter of the Kardashian family saga. This season, the family is faced with life-changing decisions about their future while navigating a world changed by the pandemic. From the thrill of new babies and cross-country moves to the heartbreak of fractured relationships and difficult farewells, join the family on one last journey as they figure out what comes next for them. Here's a clip from the season premiere. I realize that Sophia has been an absolute trooper, but the truth is anybody dating somebody is going to feel neglected when their significant other is spending more time with their ex than with them. You know, I just don't know, like, are we just going to, like, grow old just traveling the world with the mm -hmm. kids, living, like one house down from each other or together at some point. Well, I think that it's great that we can do that with the kids and the kids like love it, you know? Oh, Courtney and Scott, some things never change. But one big thing that has changed, Kim has filed for divorce from Kanye West. Will their breakup be covered in the final run of episodes? EW correspondent Ruth Kinane spoke about this in the latest episode of our What to Watch video series, now playing on People TV. I doubt that they'll have it be off limits. I feel like they've shown everything so far. I mean, we pretty much almost saw the wedding, Kim and County's wedding. We saw the build up. We saw Kim go through her other divorces. She, we even like when Tristan, they find out Tristan was cheating on Chloe. Kim was literally doing like a talking head interview and had to like, she got the text and immediately was like, oh, I have to call my sister. So I don't think they'll shy away from it. I mean, we saw Courtney give birth like, yeah. live essentially so and also yeah. like why wouldn't they talk about it this gives them this opportunity to shape the narrative around it and sort of put out kim's perspective on it or whatever perspective that they want mm -hmm. us to see of it so i my hope is that it'll be in there it'll be exactly what they want us to see of it obviously but i don't think they'll they'll cut any of that out well, there's only one way to find out. Catch the final season premiere of Keeping Up with the Kardashians tonight at 8 on E. Trivia. It's trivia time. Today's question is about the Kardashian media empire, of course. How many spinoffs has Keeping Up with the Kardashian produced? 10, 12, or 15? Stick around for the answer and our number one pick. What to watch? We'll be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Before we get to our number one pick today, we have a recommendation from Sweetie. The rapper recently guest starred on Freeform's Grownish, which is new tonight, and also spoke to EW's Marcus Jones, who asked her, what you watching? 
Um, I love Queen's Gambit. I um, binge watched that like in two days. But um, I just, I love like women's stories. I like watching the underdogs. I feel like I'm an underdog sometimes. Um, and the way she just overcomes everything, it just, I like, I just like seeing women win. So definitely Queen's Gambit. It's a great storyline overall, but it's just very inspirational. Almost five months after its debut, and we are still seeing so much love for The Queen's Gambit. The show recently picked up Golden Globes for Best Limited Series and for Anya Taylor-Joy's performance, and it's now being developed as a stage musical. Please let there be singing and dancing chess pieces. If you haven't watched the series yet, it's currently streaming on Netflix. And now let's suit up for our number one pick, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yes, the day has finally arrived. The Snyder Cut has been released. Some background here. The director left 2017's Justice League before its completion and was replaced by Joss Whedon, who oversaw extensive reshoots and other changes. The resulting film was derided by fans and critics alike, leading to demands to hashtag release the Snyder Cut. Now, Snyder's four-hour recut is streaming on HBO Max, purportedly restoring his original vision for the superhero blockbuster. The basic story remains the same. After the death of Superman, Batman and Wonder Woman recruit The Flash, Aquaman, and Cyborg to defend the world from the villainous Steppenwolf, who seeks three powerful devices to destroy the planet. But Snyder builds out the backstories of our heroes, along with plenty of action set pieces and Snydery moments of visual extravagance. Here's EW critic Darren Franich, who we should note did not care for either version of Justice League, on what's different in the Snyder Cut. To me, the best parts of it are kind of in the early going when every single scene that in the theatrical version was maybe 30 seconds lasts for five minutes. If you wanted just more in pure quantity, you will get that here. If you felt like there were not enough scenes of Jason Momoa taking his shirt off in majestic slow motion, there's a lot more of that here. Um, The issue with it remains that the story is dumb and the main villain, Steppenwolf, is one of the worst villains in the history of movies. You can hear more from Darren in the new episode of our What to Watch video series coming this weekend and check out his review of Zack Snyder's Justice League on EW.com. And you can stream the movie in all of its four-hour glory on HBO Max right now. And lastly today, the answer to our trivia question, how many spinoffs has Keeping Up with the Kardashians produced? 10, 12, or 15? Whatever the answer, it's a lot. But the answer is 10, including Courtney and Kim Take Miami, Rob and China, I Am Kate, and Flip It Like Disick. That is our show for today. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow. Be sure to rate and review the show, and of course, follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior TV editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW, and I'm at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. What to Watch is written by Tyler Aquilina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, produced and hosted by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Krokmal and Carly Yu.